welcome to Cozy Cryptid. I'm your host, Tanner, and thank you for joining us today. On today's episode, we explore the rich history of the paranormal, otherworldly, and downright strange events happening in and around Chiapas, a state located on the Yucatan Peninsula in southern Mexico. From werewolf sightings, those who have had run-ins with the Mexican Mothman, to stories of a half-man, half-goat creature, and evidence that a race of giant humans once roamed through its forested lands. The rural state of Chiapas is full of wonder, if not a hard proof. Yet. Werewolves in Chiapas Documented On April 10th, 2020, werewolves were reported in the town of Huerta in the state of Chiapas. Police were involved and claimed to have also have witnessed the creature that they described as a half-man, half-wolf standing over six feet tall. These creatures terrorized the town for several nights, often in small packs of three or four. One resident of the town even tweeted about the events as they occurred to update followers, both believers and skeptics alike. Warning shots rang out in the middle of the night just last April. People in Kyoto were scared. The date was April 10th, 2020, and later that night, a police patrolman, known only as Alfonso, sent a text message to a member of his family. Alfonso and three other police officers responded to a call Naburio Nuevo, part of the town of Cueta, in the Mexican state of Chiapas. For days, locals here and other neighborhoods had reported strange howling noises, signs of a strange creature. But this was the first time the police department got involved. According to the officer Alfonso's testimony, he and his three colleagues saw what was described as a man with wolf-like features Staying two meters tall, which is about 6.5 feet. All three of the officers saw the creature jump at a two meter high, which is again 6.5 feet fence, in a single leap. And also reported seeing it walk on rooftops. Apparently, a small town had been terrorized for over a week, and many townsfolk had been two or three of these creatures together roaming through town in the middle of the night. Some believe that the strange wolfman beans came out from out of hiding from a nearby forest area surrounding Mayopak Mountain, an area designated as a protected ecological zone in 2016. Some people in the town theorized that the creature started to come into populated places because of the crease incursion into three local forest areas which although protected by the government, have been targeted for illegal farming and squatters taking up residence. A few people in town have said that they thought that these werewolves were not real creatures at all, but were rather forest, forest spirits who were disturbed by the human intrusion. There were, so, there were many other theories floating around during the first few weeks of April of 2020. The situation became quite tense. Stories of strange sightings in and around the town of Coeta became known to the outside world, 
world first on Twitter. Account called Goodman. The profile picture of a young Mexican man in a black mask. A tweet from April 11th, 2020 that said this, translated from Spanish. I do not know if you knew, all know, knew this, but in Mexico, there's a whole town that has been sleepless for two nights because there's a werewolf. Cuata, Chiapas. COVID-19 will bring us bad things, but the werewolf in Cuata is on another level. People became interested. Local and state news agencies started to become curious and eyewitness accounts popped up in the press. For several nights, people in various parts of the town of Cuata heard loud wolf-like howls and saw shadowy figures moving in the night. It got to the point where the local police told prisoners to light candles outside their homes to try to ward off the werewolf creatures. One witness claimed to see one of them jump a nine-foot wall. Another witness saw one on his roof and in the morning took pictures of the tracks left behind by the creature. A resident living on a small ranch outside of town claimed to have shot one of the creatures but bullets did no harm or he missed a shot as some critics contend. Most of the eyewitness accounts, signs of the wolfman creatures are occupied by a very foul smell. The mask Goodman sent off some other tweets elaborating on the situation. The creature one night went on a rampage in Coeta in the surrounding area. He wrote, There are three areas that are quite damaged by but Villa de Allende more. Surely, due to decreased mobility and habitat, it that being the werewolf, approached the urban area. Villa de Allende was declared a restricted forest zone in 1938 by Mexican pre- president Rosario Grandes. Today, its legal status is uncertain. Goodman then posted a small video clip. He said, It was for an analysis and opinion of Jamie Mosson. Mosson had become a famous for decades throughout Mexico for his television shows on paranormal topics with a specific interest in UFO research. Cummins Clips was one of many found throughout video sharing platforms such as YouTube, allegedly featuring the images and howls of this modern Mexican werewolf. Some of these clips are poorly crafted and are obviously hoaxes or perhaps practical jokes. As with other uncommon incident, Pranksters and fakers come out of the woodworks, post videos for clicks in hopes that their little 20 second gem will go viral and make them famous. This practice just makes it harder for the real researcher to sift through the footage to make sense out of all the it all and rendered an opinion based on evidence. Besides the idea of the Nogul discussed on the last episode, which are black dogs believed to be paranormal, at least an undiscovered species of wolf, ancestors of the Silk tribes of Chiapas, tale of elemental spirits of the forest and surrounding natural areas that have been left pristine and uninhabited for generations. The pervasiveness of the indigenous Silk culture in this area is a reason why so many people believe, whether early Silk or not, suspect that the Werewolf or werewolves in and around Kyoto are manifestations of forest spirits that have somehow become restless 
or upset. Some believe that perhaps people of the town also conjure up the werewolf forest spirits themselves by thinking bad thoughts or by having ill intentions. Locals more inclined to believe in the forest spirit explanations told outsiders that the key to ending this werewolf terror is simple. Go to the forest and humbly ask forgiveness of any spirits who have felt harm done to them. There is another explanation for what happened in Kyoto besides those involving the ghouls, forest spirits, or actual werewolves. In an April 11, 2020 interview with the newspaper, Aluta Giapas, just adult psychotherapist, adult state Bonifaz, had another possible explanation. She claimed the town was experiencing a form of mass psychosis. The newspaper article Dr. Bonifaz said that, this, that, that because the town was facing the unknowns of the COVID-19 pandemic and the stressful restrictions of the Mexican government, Kumite and the Casa, or stay-at-home order, people of Kuwait projected their fears and pulled something out of their collective imagination on which to focus. The psychotherapist further explained that this was guided by some stressed out people who would have been normally been asleep and awake and listening to nighttime sounds they normally never would have heard. Thus, a horrible monster was created in the minds of the people as a subconscious way to release fear and anxiety from the situation regarding the coronavirus. What are the tracks on the roof? What about the video and sound recordings? Were they pranks? What the projections were the results of manifestation of a creature from ancient indigenous past? For now, the town of Kyoto is quiet at night, with some people waiting anxiously for the werewolves to return. Chivo, the Goat Man of Mexico. On a warm August day, 2015, workers digging on the side of Highway 22 running through the Yucatan Peninsula spotted what appeared to be an animal carcass some three meters or 10 feet off on the shoulder of the road, probably hit, possibly hit by a passing car. The laborers walked over to the dead animal. What they saw caused them to cease work immediately. Toward them was partially buried dead creature that was unlike any animal they have ever seen. It was described as having the head of a bull, the hind legs of a horse, and a slender furry body. The features looked like it could have been part human. The workers left their area and contacted authorities in a nearby city. However, when investigators arrived at the scene a few hours later, all that remained was a heap of black fur and very little flesh of the creature. Sperm people in the town told investigators that a simple strange animal carcass had been found southwest of the city of Valladolid, where the body of the creature was taken to the police station for examination. While officials seemed puzzled, the local indigenous Maya knew that the creature was, was they call it a hoy 
Ue Chiuvo. Name the creature is a blend of Maya and Spanish. The word Huya comes from the modern Yucatec Maya word Ue, which means a sorcerer or animal familiar. Encrypting ancient Maya hieroglyphs alongside associated pictographs. Word for a shape fitting sorcerer classic Mayan world 1500 years ago was Uya. The second part of the name Chival comes from Spanish and means goat. So essentially, the name of the Mexican cryptic means shape shifting sorcerer goat. Say that again. Oy Chivo means shape-shifting sorcerer goat. That's pretty badass. Okay. Um, modern science sightings of this creature have been surprisingly uniform, with many unrelated people describing this exact same being. It stands and walks upright. It's covered with thick black fur. It has a torso of a human, the legs of a horse or goat, and the head of a goat. The eyes are always red. It's been described as being anywhere from four feet tall to six feet tall. Its feet, uh, its feet are not cloven, but more human-like and larger than in humans. It has never been known to attack people, only the livestock and forest animals. Hue Chivo has been blamed for many mysterious deaths of cattle, goats, and chickens throughout its range, which include the Mexican states of Pechi, Yucatan, and Yapas. Along with the Pinton region of northern Guatemala and the jungle areas of Belize, this creature is nocturnal and usually prowls around after midnight. An examination of modern reports of science revealed that it has never been seen alive in the light of day. We have photos of dead bodies and samples of fur, but no Hue Chivo has ever been captured alive, and no extensive studies on alleged remains have been known to be done. Many people connected Huachivo to the Chupacabra, but a relatively recent cryptid with slightly similar characteristics that we have covered on a previous episode of Cozy Cryptid. Uh, others see similarities between the Huachivo and the Nogol, a dog-like creature that has also been connected to cryptid science in diverse areas of Mexico. Um, 2013, William May Amazquita then 57 years old, told his Huachivo story to Yucatan-based news report service Reporteros Hoy, which publishes in an article called He Surely Saw a Huachivo. William saw the creature when he was a little boy in the 1960s. He grew up in the neighborhood of Yucatan in the city of Morida, the capital of the Mexican state of Yucatan. Back then, the neighborhood was near the outskirts of town, and the local children would play in an area populated with caves near an old religious convent. Parents of the local children cautioned them to stay away from this area, especially at night, because there were strange creatures that had been witnessed by many townsfolk over many years. One night, William was walking on a deserted road near the old convent, near something that seemed like the galloping of a horse. He turned around and came face to face with a bizarre animal heading towards him. 
It was what appeared to be upright bull running down the road like a man. William jumped into the brush on the side of the road before being run over by the creature that just kept running down the road, oblivious to the boy's presence. When young William got home and related the frightening events to his parents, his mother told him they had an encounter with a Hue Chivo. There is a legend involving the Hue Chivo. Legend dating back several generations on the Yucatan Peninsula. While obviously not factual, it is playing some of the lore surrounding this unique cryptid. In the legend, the Hue Chivo was once a young man living in Merida, capital of Michigan state of Yucatan. He was an intelligent and handsome and very hard and a very hard worker, big goals and ambitions, but he was from a poor family. He got the eye of a beautiful young woman whose parents were merchants in the city and owned a large hacienda outside of town stocked with lots of animals, mostly cows and goats. The young woman thought the man to be physically attractive, told him that he was not from the right social class for her and she needed to marry someone who was more fitting of her status. Young man, full of rage at being rebuffed, went into the jungle outside of town and screamed at the top of his lungs. His wild anger called upon the devil. A flash of smoke and sulfur, the devil appeared and asked how he could be assistance. Young man told the devil that he would sell his soul to be around a young, beautiful young woman. He would do anything to spend his entire earthly life with his person, even at the expense of eternity. The devil said he would grant him his wish, and with a flourish, the prince of darkness turned the young man into a goat. The young man protested and told the devil that changing him to a goat was not part of the deal. The devil corrected him and reminded the young man that all he wished for was to be around the beautiful woman for the rest of his life. He told the young man that he did not indeed fall through on his end of the bargain, granted him his wish by turning him into a goat, and joined the woman's goat herd on her family's Asida, who spent all his walking days on earth in the presence of the object of his infections. In a puff of smoke, the devil disappeared and left the angry young man standing there. No part goat and a part human anomaly to this day. According to the legend, this positive young man now called the Hoi Chivo runs around in darkness, killing small animals in fits of rage because he was tricked into living the rest of his life. The beast by the devil himself. Legends usually have their origin in truth. Perhaps the legend of the unworthy young man making a pact with the devil was created to explain an unknown creature has yet to be described by science. Without any physical evidence, we are left with eyewitness accounts from frightened individuals, second-hand stories passed down through generations, unexplained attacks on animals. William's unique encounter more than 60 years ago. However, with general interest in cryptids garnering more interest in the legitimate scientific endeavor, perhaps this mystery of the Hui Chivo will soon be solved. Mexican Mothman Sightings on the Rise January 2017 
residents in Chiapas made several reports of a creature that appeared to be resembled the Mothman cryptid. The story was covered by the ABC radio program La Faz La de la Fratera. Interviewed a man who had seen this creature on many occasions, going back 20 years. Two similar creatures have also been spotted in the same general area the man bat and Lukuza, an owl like creature. First known sightings of the Mothman cryptid came from the state of West Virginia, which, by the way, we covered in early episodes of West Virginia. Uh, which is a very rural state with large swaths of uninhabited forest areas similar to Chiapas. It has been theorized that the sightings of a Mothman creature in the Mexican state either expanded its territory further south or the creature involved in tandem during the same general period. Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet were some of the first people to see the Mothman in West Virginia in November of 1966. The local newspaper published Two couples account. It's a large gray creature with its eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. Described it as a large flying man with 10 foot wings following the car while they drive in an area outside of town known as the TNT area. It was the site of a former World War II munitions plant. Other people in the West Virginia reported signs of the creature coincidental to a whole host of bad things happening around them, from missing dogs to bad television reception. Locals blamed the Mothman for December 15, 1967, collapse of the Silver Bridge, which caused the deaths of 46 people. The creature was immobilized in the 1970 book, The Mothman Prophecies, by John Keel. In 2002, the movie came out based loosely on the book, starring Richard Gere and Laura Linney. Some have argued that the West Virginia Mothman was really a gigantic crane, a bird that somehow went off migratory route. Other researchers believe it is a true cryptid or a legendary creature previously unknown and undescribed by science. After all, scientists discover hundreds of new previously unknown animals and insects every year. Perhaps this is merely an unyet undiscovered member of the animal kingdom, but others point to a more otherworldly or supernatural explanation for the creature. But the Mothman has also been sighted in other parts of Mexico as well. On the June, June 19th, 2019 episode of the Mexican Paranormal YouTube show, Insulita Experience, which uh, translates to Unusual Experience, host Yuhan uh, Numbagas played an interesting audio track recording in the wilderness outside of Mezcali. Sounds were taped by paranormal investigator Stalin Valhosona. While he and other others were searching for a creature spotted in the remote areas of northern Mexico. In an interview, Osono told Vargas that he had several testimonies from people all over the borderlands of gigantic flying humanoids that have striking similarities to the Mothman. Stories of Mothman type creature in Mexico apparently date back several decades. Science of Mothman creatures like the one described in West Virginia have been occurring in the northern part of the country for quite some time. Some stories of the Mexican Mothman, also known in Spanish as El Hombre Polida, have been carried by the mainstream Mexican media. 
on January 8th, 2017, ABC Radio, Mascali, Baja, California, La Foz de la Frontera, or the voice of the borderlands, interviewed Ernest, Ernesto Capa, who had, had several encounters with the Mexican Mothman, dating back over 20 years. When he was a boy living in the Colonia Rizabat neighborhood, Campa saw a large winged creature fly over him at night and land a short distance from him. The being was about two meters or six and a half feet tall with very long legs and a wingspan of about 13 feet across or four meters. It was covered with dark gray or black fur not feathers, very muscular, also slender, and had red eyes. The young Ernesto Capa could tell from the anatomy of the creature that it was male. He saw the same Mothman-type creature many years later in Santa Barbara neighborhood of Mezcali, just north of his boyhood home. The creature appeared very late at night but only the gas station and pharmacy were open and there were very few people out and about. Campa and eight other witnesses saw the flying humanoid pass over their area and in the, then land upright near neighborhood primary school. Christian was the same, dark fur, red eyes, tall, athletic body, and a massive wingspan. Another encounter found in local press ha happened in the Pacific coastal city of Ensuenda in the Mexican state of Baja, California in the spring of 2016. Isine Bustos Brown was working late at a bar and was closing for the night. She heard a rustling or flapping sound and looked out the window to see a large winged figure standing on top of a small shed located behind the bar. The creature had glowing red eyes looked squarely at her before it spread its wings and flew away off in the direction of the desert. To an interviewer, Yesenia said, At first, I thought it was a very large bird, like a pelican, but it was too big and looked too human. It had dark brown or gray fur covering its whole body and had gigantic wings about four meters across. It had legs and feet like a human. Had hair all over its face, but it had a bald head forehead. I was alone at the bar and no one else saw it. This was not a bird. I thought it was the devil. Isina called her mother the next day to tell her of her encounter. Isina's mom told her this that when she was a little girl living on a small ranch in the state of Sonora. Sonora? Yeah. Um, that a similar creature was reported there and even allegedly attacked a young local girl. Her mother recalled that this happened either in the 1960s or 1970s in the northwest corner of the state. Paranormal investigator Stalin Valle Osuna tracked the Mexican Mothman for the past few years and said the incidente experience showed that it is not uncommon for a creature to attack children to carry away dogs or small livestock like baby sheep. Uh, many signs of, the, of, the, of this being occur in rural areas 
and are connected to missing livestock investigator claimed. Valet presented the taped testimony of two more witnesses. Two men known as Alejandro and Javier, who worked as ranch hands at a place called Chero La Mesa, just outside of Tijuana, near the Mexican border of the United States. The two ranch hands described the creature as being three to four meters tall and having the body of a human, but covered in fur, with the mane of a lion. When the creature landed, it crouched on the ground and moved like a crab from side to side. Nothing seemed to bother it, even though it made eye contact with Alejandro and Javier. The creature was not afraid of the presence of humans. Two spoke at a local police, and the police artist drew a small sketch of what the two saw on a piece of yellow lined notebook paper. Its head looked more like a bat's with a human's body and large feet. Nosona's compilations of various Mothman signs that this is not uncommon for witnesses to dream about the creature or seeing it in real life. Before seeing it? Oh, that was crazy. Uh, according to several researchers, Tejando of San Renzo, near the town of San Pedro, the state of Coelie, have been played by Mothman Science for at least two generations. The locals believe that the families of these creatures live in the remote desert hills nearby. Corona San Lozanzo, resident Signor Belenzuela, she described the creature as a species that is 1.8 meters, 5 feet 10 inches tall, which instead of feathers has fur. Its face is semi-human, and at the moment you see it, it paralyzes you. It has consciousness. It has some mental power that makes you feel what it wants you to feel. It is Interesting to note that Signor Vesta's first encounter with the Mexican version of the Mothman occurred at 4 o'clock in the afternoon in the broad daylight and she was not the only witness. In one encounter, according to Valenzuela, someone shot at the creature while it was flying away, but missed. To date, nobody of the Mexican Mothman has ever been recovered. Usually, no fur or other physical evidence has been left behind by the creature for scientists to study. All that exists are to eyewitness testimonies, some blurry photographs, and a sound recorded by one paranormal investigator, which may or may not have been come from this mysterious flying humanoid. Could this mothman and a person man bat be the same cryptid? Could they be variations in the same unknown, previously undescribed species? Perhaps. Time will tell. The Wailing Woman Crying for all eternity seems a heavy price to pay, but it's this is said to be the fate of the Wailing Woman. Story goes that many years ago, a Spanish soldier buried a young woman of indigenous descent. The couple lived happily and had two children. Problems started when, bowing to pressure from his wealthy, wealthy family, the soldier left his blood wife and married a Spanish woman in the Hidalgo class. Such was the fury of the abandoned wife that she drowned her two children in a nearby river 
and escaped to the forest where she later killed herself. It's said that such was the enormity of her crime that her spirit still roams Mexico searching for her dead children. If you hear a wailing sound when in Mexico, it might not be the wind in the trees. It might be the wailing woman. Mexican Giants In March of 2015, the internet was abuzz with a strange photo that popped up on social media and paranormal fringe sites. It showed what appeared to be at least two gigantic human skulls that had been exposed by heavy rains in a remote forested region. The photo was allegedly taken in a small village in the Sierra de Talapa in the southern Mexican state of Chiapas. By the size of the people standing next to it and on top of the skulls, one can assume that the skulls belonged to humans that stood almost 20 feet tall. After hundreds of thousands of clicks, likes, and shares, the hive mind of the internet came through to solve the mystery of the picture. In October 2008, the website worth1000.com had a contest for graphic artists to come up with the most convincing depictions of absurd or anomalous archaeological finds. An image that made its top 10 was the image of a rural Mexicans marveling at the nearly undiscovered skulls of giants. The image was attributed to an online graphic artist who calls himself Year of the Dragon, a self-describing single father raising his daughter alone, lose off of illustration gigs solicited online. While some online French researchers were fooled by Year of Dragon's intriguing work, Others were quick to point out that there are ample amounts of first-hand accounts, even some physical evidence that Mexico once might have been inhabited by a race of giants in the not-so-distant past. When the, Spanish, when the Spanish first explored and conquered Mexico, they heard of a mythical race of giants wherever they went. From the Baja Peninsula, the northwest part of the country, to the Maya areas of southern and eastern Mexico, some researchers have even uncovered what they considered tangible proof that some conquistadors came into contact with actual giants based on diary entries and early writings of the first people who made contact with living and breathing pre-Hispanic civilizations. The people of Central Mexico, at the time of Spanish contact, giants featured so prominently in their belief system that they even named their capital city of Tonkotitlan after a man named who launched an entire ancient race of giants called the Quinomitsin. In the recent research literature, the notable word Quinomitsin have been translated to mean the old ones. Closer look at the etymology of the word, we find that Quinomitsin also directly translates to giant people. In the beginning of the Aztec fifth sun or the epoch of time, which we currently live, there were four giants who held up the sky. As briefly mentioned before, giants were often used by ancient Mexicans to explore colossal ruins. They had unknown had unknown builders. According to Aztecs, the Toltecs had been had help from giants in building their city of city of Tula, ancient central Mexican city of Totohuacan, uh, which is the Large pyramids and broad avenues had giants as initial builders. Finally, the Great Pyramid of Tula 
The largest pyramid in the world is said to have been built by Exilua, a 20-foot-tall member of the Wisconsin tribe. Exilua was also credited with founding seven cities in Central Mexico in the times before the coming of the Aztecs. Many researchers of giant giants point to actual modern post-conquest historical references to races of larger humanoids and claim that the Spanish encountered the remnants of tribes of giants throughout Mexico. Citing writings from the 16th century, one often used reference to his giants comes from a book written by an Italian count called Cadiz, which was a history of New Spain commissioned by Charles V and published in the 1520s. Another story the remains of giants being found in Mexico comes from a Spanish source from the late 16th century. A book titled A Natural and Moral History of the Indies by Jose de Costa. Acosta writes, When I was in Mexico in the year of our Lord, 1586, they found one of those giants buried in one of our farms, which we call Jesus Jesus de los Monte, of, of whom they a tooth to be seen with without augmenting was as big as the fist of man according to this all the rest was a proportionate which i saw and admired at his deformed greatness to the story of the conquest of new spain by bernal diaz written around 1570 is one of the most read books on the topic of the spanish conquest of mexico and early colonial life in new and early colonial life in new spain it also uh, has a passage referring to giants in chapter 78, in which conquistador Hernan Cortez speaks with the local kings about the history of their kingdoms. Those researchers who propose that these there were giants roaming the earth in prehistoric times cite these early Spanish accounts of remains as proof positive of a lost race of ancient humanoids. Others claim that these are stories of story that in that gigantic bones may not have been likely been the remains of large megafauna such as giant sloths or mastodons. In spite of the stories of giant bones being found by the Spanish, we have no intact giant human skeletons or even parts of giant human skeletons from the time period to study. As with many unproven topics from Bigfoot to the Loch Ness Monster, scientists have a simple question. Where are the remains for them to study? Researchers encounter that there have been have been a long history of government and academic suppression of events of giants, beginning with the number one villain in the cover-up story that stretches across the borders and into Mexico. The Smithsonian Institute, located in Austin, D.C. When it comes to the topic of Mexican giants, while interesting and somewhat romantic, very little evidence exists that an actual race of giants walk the giant mountains and jungles of Mexico. The medical edition commonly referred to as gigantism existed in ancient Mexico, as it does today throughout the world. This condition is rare and only occurs in less than 1% of the population. A mythical or magical race of giants inhabiting ancient Mexico is something altogether different. While there may be truth to ancient legends, Mexican giants may be proving to be a bit more elusive than some researchers want them to be.
you for listening to this episode of the cozy cryptid hope you enjoyed it and tell your friends about it and talk about it and let me know what we think on twitter instagram tiktok uh, facebook wherever look and thank you for my uh writers researchers thank you for uh Matt Hurry at Matt Hurry Seven on Instagram for being great on social media. And thank you for Matt for helping me out with the music. So uh so you know that I'm doing a giveaway on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash G1 Tanner, first 50 followers will uh, be entered into a giveaway for a free purse, free piece of merch. CozyCryptid.com. By the way, go to CozyCryptid.com. You'll find everything you need to know. You can ask some questions, any stories you want to submit. Uh, get some t shirt or hoodie or whatever support the show thank you Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.